My man. How are we doing? Hey, good, What's brother. What's going on, G? Fresh fade brown today. Fresh fade brown. Uh, people people on Spotify, you're missing out. Just tell you yeah, that right look now. At, there's, there's, look at that beautiful hair. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fresh fade going on in this, uh, this live stream. And uh, yeah, this, this, is, this is from my, my client, Sheto, who I got to shout out. Best best barber in Leicester. So if you ever if ever in Leicester and you need, <laughs> yeah. you, need, you need a cut, you know who to go and see now. So we oh, man, uh, I'm gonna have to come all the way up to Leicester just to get a cut. Then <laughs> there you go, man. For sure, hey. she'll hook you up. She will definitely hook yeah. you up. She's uh, she's a great player, barber. She's she's been a client of mine for many many years. So uh, yeah, she she hooks me up as well. It's very nice, very kind of her. So that's why today I am fresh feed brown. <laughs> looking looking fresh. <laughs> Yeah, man. I was, I was checking you out on the Instagram. What was it? Was it like two weeks ago? And you had your you had your hair kind of in like full full brown Johnny Bravo. And I was like, this guy, <laughs> this, guy this guy, just flexing hard right now. So good. Slick back Johnny Bravo. He's like, hey, baby. <laughs> what is it with see, you I have beautiful eyes. <laughs> what is it with you and impressions, man? This is <laughs> every week. Oh man, like see what else we can get squeeze in, right? It's like it's funny because it's reminded me sure. of uh, of all the of all the of all the, like the monologues and stuff. That I know it's just it's just like why do I know these? It's just, I've just watched these movies enough times where it just sits in my brain. Like the Joker, the Joker from the Dark Knight came up as well. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, I know a bunch of his lines as well, but see that's see if we get opportunity to use them. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Like the, the, yeah. I think the Dark Knight has got so many mad epic uh quotable moments and he, oh. even like uh even the the bane one uh dark knight rises like mm. some of the lines he, he pulls out i just like Woof, that's yeah. that's chilling that's chilling when, when, he, when he breaks <laughs> so, so, yeah i missed that i missed that yeah oh man that's, that's... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who, whose idea was it to to make him sound like that, but I kind of like it now. I listened back to the movie. I'm like, nobody, nobody sounds like this guy, and it's it's quite <laughs> ominous. Yeah, yeah. that was the beast. But um, beast. yeah, man. What's uh, what's the week been saying? As uh... week's been week's been a tough week. Week's been a tough week. So I can okay. So let me let me phrase it like this. This is just one of those weeks where you I've had uh, two no three occasions this week so one of them was kind of a family kind of get together and the other one was with friends and the other was also with friends um mm. and then lumped in with that there has been a lot of work stuff there has been a lot of movement on on, on that front um a few new clients so it's been a very very full-on week so um yeah this is going to be a bit of a theme today we're going to talk a little bit about kind of managing these uh, feelings of overwhelm, right? We're gonna gonna get into that a bit more in the podcast, and I think this is this is such a such a a common theme for a lot of people. And you have these weeks, right, where routine just falls out the window, and that was this week for me. I mean, like, kind of, which where, where did my routine go? I have no idea. Like, I didn't I did not see it bolt out the door, and um, that's been that was the case from the start of the week. So um, we kind of when you kind of I can almost say this like since Eid since I stopped fasting and it's been what, two weeks now? Yeah. Two full weeks. Um, mm. I felt a tiny bit behind. I felt like, uh, there's just been a, a been a lot on and it, it's, it all kind of stems from having one weekend where I just did nothing. I did nothing over that Eid weekend. Um, Saturday was the last fast Sunday was, was Eid. 
and then it kind of rolled into Monday a little bit and then they have that whole that first week where you kind of back into routine and then into next the next week where we had a family gathering on the weekend. I think as lockdown's kind of easing up where everyone's kind of just doing their own thing, chilling a bit more. And mm. um, yeah, it just kind of, you realise that through through Ramzan, I probably had a bit more time through not eating and through not kind of doing other things um, to, to deal with the things that I, 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 was, uh, I was having to do. I had a lot more time to train, a lot more time to do everything else. And um, business-wise, it wasn't as fast. Um, but then now, and also with lockdown, it wasn't as fast. But now I'm noticing that shit, things are picking up again. And I've had one yeah. of those weeks where it's been quite full on. So uh, yeah, we can talk a bit more about kind of how we, how kind of dealt with it and not dealt with it in some ways. But uh, how about yourself, man? How's your, how's your week been? Yeah, really interesting week, man. Um, similar sort of thing and um, like a little bit of, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the guilt. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That was, that was an interesting. That was an interesting lesson there. Um, thankfully, I think it'd been four months since I'd actually seen my family um, because of like lockdown, and then before lockdown, they'd, um, my, my parents had gone off to India, and uh, so I finally got the chance to see them this weekend, which was amazing. It was great to hang out with them, and then um, <clears throat> yeah, so like felt super content. <laughs> you know, it was just great to. So like, you know, when you feel like, oh, you know, my family's doing great, I get to see them. You know, I'm in a great environment. Like uh, it's been that long, so my mom's got this thing of like, uh, you know, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, wherever you got one, is like everything <laughs> it's just and she'll just bring it all out she'll bring out everything like literally it's like a chicken biryani going down is all these like uh um, like in, all these indian dishes which i haven't had in a while and it's just yeah it's just amazing so i feel like fully taken care of as well which is uh, which is because <laughs> you know that's just what parents do and sure. um, yeah so i felt like super content and then coming back home yeah come back to my flat i was uh i was kind of like in a way i was not disoriented but it was just um I felt like, yeah, it was just like forward action had kind of left me because I almost felt like uh, it was a sensation. I was like, maybe I'm too content right now because of like mom, parents feel good. Mom and dad feel uh, look, doing good, feeling good. It's great to see them. Um, you know, I'm in that environment where I know things are fine and I, like, you know, I can get, to, I get taken care of as well, uh, mm. more, than, more than anyone else because uh, we just haven't seen each other for so long. So it's kind of like, you know, the, the sun comes home after ages. And um, yeah, so I come into Monday, like, you know, you want to tackle the week, but I'm like, oh, I just uh, feel a bit flat today. It's one of those days where um didn't really feel like showing up. It just felt like I was, uh, um, what is it? Yeah, just didn't want to step up to the plate. You know, it was just one of those days. It was a strange, it was a strange one. So I just wasn't feeling, feeling on the ball today. But it was the idea of like, you know, what we talked about um, in the last podcast, um, we've talked about other times as well, which was, you know, showing up when you don't really feel like it, because that's when that's the day where it makes the most difference. Mm. And um, yeah, so I've just been kind of like getting, getting through the day, doing my sessions and, uh, and using the sessions as fuel as well, because, you know, it's always inspiring to see my clients doing the thing mm. and progressing mm. and uh, learning their lessons and moving forward. And then, um, yeah, so, and then just kind of getting myself mentally in a good space as well, where, um just reciting to myself like uh you know i need to you know, i need to uh remind myself of uh, like you know all the all the things that i want to uh th that i align myself with um so it comes to the values and stuff and then that's like you know that's helped us it's a good practice to have because otherwise i would just feel a little bit more all over the shop but i've got these anchoring thoughts that i have which allow me to move forward 
And then, uh, yeah, then just as we were, before we got on air, we started chatting about what we're going to talk about today. And I was like, damn, man, I feel pumped again. It feels good. And um, yeah, so it was just a process of, uh, you know, not feeling like I'm on the ball, not feeling like I'm going to step up to the plate today, not feeling like I'm, I'm on it, but just show up and just do it. And then, you know, it's coming to the end of the day and it's like, yeah, I feel great again. You know, and it's like, uh, it's just because I was showing up and then because we're going to do this uh, that I feel, feel fantastic for it again. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. Uh, I think there's, there's a lesson in there for yourself, right? Like, you for for like one day or i don't know how many days was it, was it with you you were with your parents was it two days uh, yeah 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 right so like for those two days you kind of switched off from your routine and that switching off from your routine was probably like like you said switching off from any kind of forward movement uh in the conventional sense so probably yeah, you're not probably trading clients you're probably not uh probably not working out as as much even though i did see you working out in the rain i was pretty sick yeah yeah, yeah that's pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome again <laughs> um, i was chucking it down yeah i, was, so, I got out there before it started raining and then it was just pelting it down oh, but I was, i'm swinging in the rain <laughs> love it love it yeah you just kind of had those days where you haven't been on your boil and then as a result of that you, you immediately felt something was wrong you know what I mean? Mm. You immediately kind of had this sensation where like the body's kind of feeling like the body, the mind, something's not aligned. Right. And it's, it's, you're, you're fully aware of that. Like, it's just like, this isn't, this isn't what I need to, where I need to be. You know what mm. I mean? And I think that that's the, that's the, the biggest lesson here is that like through years of you doing the right thing, you've, you've come to realize what you as a human being need. And mm. it's definitely, it's definitely to see your parents, definitely just to have that time, but it's, yeah. it's almost to, realign as quickly as possible you know i mean re yeah. re-engage and like kind of uh like jeff or willink right like kind of yeah. just just get back to that get back to that grind straight away and um it's kind of, kind of like reminds me of like you know these like you see these old like war movies and you see this king that kind of like finally conquers conquers and then you think okay well now what it's like you've mm. got to just find a new a new kingdom to to try and go and conquer and that that it's a kind of a microcosm for your day, right? Like you can have a day where you kind of are merry and you and you and you drink up and you do all those things. But then the next day it's like, well, can't do that every day. You gotta get back yeah. to it. Like there's yeah. um I've got this got this uh obstacle is the way medallion that my one of my best mm. friends got me. And uh, on the back it it shows a picture of a mountain and basically it just says like behind the mountain there are more mountains. So it's mm. like you can you can tick off one thing and you can rest, but then there's also there's always gonna be another mountain. You almost gotta mm for someone like yourself and for, I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, you almost got to find that next mountain or, or realign with the one that you were running up mm. very quickly. And it kind of yeah, just yeah. makes you feel, makes you feel kind of worthy almost, you know I mean? You were talking a bit yeah. about that kind of that guilt kind of feeling, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was from something from last week. And uh, yeah, before, like before talking about that, just kind of going into that uh, a little bit, because um, I mentioned the idea of like feeling almost too content mm. and, um, and and that's where that balance comes into it as well so again it's like is is there's, there's a there's a there's a circuit in our brain which allows us to feel content and allows us to want to drive and move forward and so if there's like and they they work off of each other but if um but if we're if we're too content that means we don't move forward we don't go and um, seek the thing that makes us better so um so from a very um fundamental point of view of like you know just what it is what is it for human uh, for humanity in our history is like if we're too content in the here and now then it means that we're not going to move forward to look for food we're not going to move forward to look for shelter we're not going to move forward to look for a mate um if we're if we're 
if if we're doing something right now which uh, gives us too much uh, too much contentment, too much satisfaction. And so it needs to be balanced out with um, the idea of moving forward or the thing that you need to do to move forward where you're improving your life circumstances, not just uh, because you're like overly overly content in, in the current domain. And so um, because if you don't do those things, you you actually die. You know, it's like from a from that uh, evolutionary point of view, if you don't go out and do those things, then, you know, nature's going to bite you in the ass but there's uh, there's a similar thing that goes on with us as well as like uh, i mean this isn't a comment about you know people uh, why they why they might need to take antidepressants or anything like that but there's the side effects for stuff like antidepressants are like you know loss of libido loss of appetite um um, and and because generally what's happening is is you're starting to build up um your uh, like serotonin levels again which are crucial to your feeling of contentment in the here and now and so that's great but then that's that circuit is being activated too much without there being the activation of the dopamine reward circuit so which is the which is the one where you have the incentive reward circuit basically where you set yourself a goal you go and attain it and you feel good about that there's there's no balance there so that's why on that physiological level like people who might be taking antidepressants like ssris are going to end up feeling uh, like, uh, you know, they lose a libido, lose their appetite potentially and lose that forward action that is required to have better circumstances in life because there's that there's that um, um, imbalance right there. And and then, yeah, so on like a environmental level, I kind of noticed that imbalance where I was like, I feel super content. And then the next day is like I'm not so much aligned with the thing that I know I need to do so my circumstances improve the next day and the next day and the next day. And um, so that was, I think that was part of uh, the thing that contributed to, you know, uh, not feeling like I wanted to show up today. And that was, uh, uh, so yeah, it was super fascinating to kind of observe that. It's like, get back to my flat. I'm like, I'm just like kind of all over the place. <laughs> and uh, I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like doing the things that I know I need to do. But then, you know, but because I have that anchoring practice and because I was just like, okay, I, I know I've trained that in my mind now. I was like, okay, show up on the days you don't want to show up. And um, and that means that by the end of the day, I've, I'm just feeling so much better because as a result of showing up, as opposed to just shying away from that. For sure, man. For sure. So that, that's super interesting with the uh, with the link back to how those two things are at kind of bay in the brain. I think that's mm. that's so key to people for people to understand is to like you you've almost got to set yourself up to achieve things. You almost got to have, and then like the more, the more you, the more you recognize it. We talk a lot about this, right? We recognize the wins along the way and how you, yes. you just, you are again, it's like awareness. Like I, 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 I know that I've done that thing. I've done that thing. Great job. Like I'm, I'm moving further towards where I want to move forward, further forward towards. Um, it's, it just shows how necessary a process that is. It's, it's so key yeah. for you to, to, to be, in that awareness state 24 7 otherwise mm. it, it's a case where you'll kind of fall off and you won't really know why you fell off you know what i mean mm -hmm. like because yep. because you need to have that cycle kind of reciprocating the entire time otherwise you'll be kind of over here kind of going the wrong way and um it's it's just that you fall out of sync mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 it's really interesting man. really interesting and i think that ties in a lot with with routine a lot with kind of triggers and uh mm -hmm. and the things that you almost have to do through your day for you to feel accomplished you know what i mean like yeah. and, uh, what do you think to that where, where do you where do you sit with that 
yeah fully um yeah fully you, you have to have like uh the like yeah the thing we were talking about is like the anchoring activities right mm. it's um, the thing that you know that if you execute then you're going to have a good day so it's like you know what anchors what anchors you so um yeah i think that's a that's a good one to put up next. Like <laughs> what anchor you, right? Locked and loaded. It's, yeah, locked and loaded. It's um, <clears throat> uh, those anchoring activities which help you get you out of your funk. Like whenever mm. you do them, you know you're going to have a good day. Whenever you do them, it's going to make things more productive. It's going to it's going to have the knock-on effect into everything else that you're trying to achieve. So the example for me is uh, like uh, my anchoring activity is basically doing at least one thing that is uh, going to help me with my physical health. So I like to jump in the cold shower in the morning when I wake up. Um, let's say that's just one of those things. Um, do some breathing uh, drills like um, to help me with my alertness. Like So for me, I like to use the Wim Hof method for that. So if I'm doing at least one of those two things, then I know I'm helping myself physically um, uh, uh, build myself up and then mentally also improve my alertness, which is going to help me uh, stay stay focused during the day. Mm. And uh, or and it's more that I've done something which is helpful to me, which is the thing that helps me focus for the rest of the day because I've already started my day off um, doing the thing which I know makes me feel good, and then I kind of don't have to worry about that. And then another thing could be like you know like a maintenance routine, some level of movement for like twenty to thirty minutes tops, and it doesn't have to be anything exciting. It can just be something where I know I'm just taking care of my body, and then when I do those things i feel like i'm going to have a good day and i know mm. not having a good day because if it gets to like four o'clock in the afternoon say and i know that i haven't done my my uh, my maintenance routine let's say my my movement routine which is helping me take care of my body and help me feel at like my best because if i take care of my body i feel mentally more sound as well i think it's just because i'm more at ease like uh mm. than anything it's like okay i've done something positive for myself and um then that mentally makes me feel at ease. But if it gets to like the afternoon, four o'clock or something, and I haven't done that yet, it's it's in the back of my mind. It's it's agitating me. And I'm not as focused in the work that I want to do because I've got this thing say, you said you're going to do this. You haven't done it yet. When do you reckon you're going to do it? And it bothers me. And and it's it's like that contract you kind of make with yourself as well, where it's like, all right, I said I'm going to do this. I don't want to break my own word. Otherwise, you know, that's going to make me feel even more guilty. And, um, uh. and, uh, and so, well, you know, better off that I start the day having done one of, one of those anchoring activities basically to, to make me feel like I'm going to have a good day. And, uh. and what's, uh, yeah. What's that, what's that kind of look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's cool, man. Yeah. I can I'll get into that, um, in a quick second, but I think when you were talking, it kind of it dawned on me that like you almost got the mind that can only be appeased through physical the physical manifestation of its thoughts and that's done mm. through the body so it's yes. like you, the, the mind is like a in, inanimate object that it can't kind of move it can't kind of do anything it's it's like kind of sat in the background watching mm. the body kind of be and do and actualize on all its thoughts it's like kind yeah. of i have this vehicle that i can move through but i have yeah. to like it's, it's like kind of like move like i'm kind of prodding you i want you to go but you're not going you know what i mean like i, I need i need yeah. that and I, I need to feel good by seeing yeah. by seeing my my thoughts and my efforts like um realized through this vehicle and yeah. um that's where that kind of unison that alignment we talk about alignment all the time like kind of that unison kind of comes in place um through 
through action, right? Through actually you just doing those things. And you talk about these anchoring activities for yourself. Um, for myself, I think um, the first one is getting out of bed when the alarm buzzes the first time. That's such a yeah. simple one. But it's like, nice. I hit that snooze button. I'm just like, piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Like, don't you dare. Like, I, I hate it. I genuinely hate it. And I, but the worst is when I'll see a reason to hit the snooze button. And like, for instance, I get up in the morning and I know I've got to be up um, sometimes super early for training, sometimes not as early, but still fairly early. And um, my clients messaged and said, oh, I'm sorry, I really can't make it today. And it doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does happen. And then you just like, okay, I'll get an extra couple, half an hour or whatever. And I just feel like, no, that's not right. That I should get up and I should do something with that time. You know what I mean? I've, sure. I've been given this free hour now and um, uh, I should just use it better. So that the first one for me is that as soon as that alarm kicks off, is that I should just get up and then be be not in my bed. Like this is my time to be yeah. not in my bed. And it's like the 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 first kind of the first minute of my day, either I used it to align or I used it to yeah. misalign, right? Like I don't yeah. want to use it to misalign, right? So yeah, yeah, like that like like the way I was thinking about it today, it was like I wake up in the morning and I've have I've had some water and I want that water to go toward me being physically better today rather than me just kind of taking it on board but just kind of wasted its effect on me right like i've been hydrated now like what did i do with that hydration you know what i mean like taking it to that level like being being that kind of uh thankful about okay I'll, i get some kind of go juice and like did i just sit on my ass with it like no i don't want to do that um and i think that that plays into second you're getting me fired up i'm like all right tomorrow i'm gonna set my alarm at 5 a.m and just get up <laughs> just, get, just sit there just like what yeah. what Exactly. Like, don't, don't care. I'm just gonna get up. <laughs> I've, got, I've got images of you like doing an Undertaker, <laughs> just like you get your alarm go off. I even imagine your alarm being the Undertaker, <laughs> dong, and you just go <laughs> just straight up. <laughs> That's it. Just throw the sheets off. Just like I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. That's so, yeah. That, that, that. That's fired me up. That's sick. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> That's it, man. Get on it. Oh no, I want to see that Instagram post tomorrow morning. You just pacing around your flat, just like no reason. <laughs> just pacing. <laughs> It'll be like Jocko Willing style. I'll just take a picture of my watch. But yeah, man. unlike him, I'll just go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed, man. You're not allowed. You gotta get up and just do, do some work on your online portal or do some work on your podcast or do some work on your breathing. That's yeah, it, man. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just laid out my day for me. Sorted. There you go. <laughs> there you go it just stems from that so as soon as soon as, soon as that first kind of battle is uh is won or lost um and i i, th I think I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna talk about the the last dance joe michael jordan documentary later mm. on the podcast but i'm gonna kind of sneak it in now it's like he he saw he saw a lot of things as like personal battles and and he used an external source be it whether be it be it a, a a media guy who said something about him in the papers be it a teammate or be it an opponent who said something and then it pissed him off and he said like look i'm, I'm gonna get this back and you can you can do that you can play that game with yourself you know you can play that game with yourself like okay i've got this time right now am i gonna be good to myself or am i gonna kind of misalign and uh that's that's the way i see myself like i i want to i want to be that guy who kind of works for the thoughts in my mind right i want to i want to i have these thoughts and i think the only way in which i can have more of these thoughts is if i actualize on the ones that i hear and that the ones that are here and now you know what I mean? Like, I can't move on to level two unless I clear this level one. And this level one is me getting out of bed and on the on the first kind of alarm go. And it's it's so kind of anal to the point where I'll it's like it's like a checklist for my day, right? So like I'll t I'll tick off that first one. I get out of bed on the alarm, big tick, like 
mm. love it. Let's roll on with that tick. And it's like you're talking about the bathroom routine. Sometimes I go in there, I'll have a cold shower myself. And that's another big tick in the box. It's like just with this momentum, with this kind of the day is starting, it's starting so right all of a sudden. And it's like you put on a good tune when you're in the shower and you say, like, oh, this is this is just legit. And um, one of the questions you asked, like, so the question you asked originally was like, what are those anchoring things? And that, that uh, getting out of bed on the alarm is definitely the first one. And then the second one is like praying first thing in the morning. Like I'll, I'll pray a few times through the day. And uh, usually if I, if I miss a prayer, I, I, I feel like, uh, again, it's, I, I just, there's a few activities that you have to just do. And those are definitely one of that, those, that, those prayers through the day are definitely those for me. And um, it, like you said, it just sits in the back of your mind and um, you can get everything else done in your day. But if you haven't ticked that box, it's like a glaring box. And I think this, this is where we can kind of have certain things that, that carry more weight through your day. Um, and you talked about training and that training is definitely another one for me um, in terms of some, like, like you said, it doesn't have to be a, a balls to the wall workout, but it has to be something. You know I mean, I have to kind of, pay respect to, to kind of body or pay respects to my physical self. And uh, I can sit and I can, I can work all day long and I can, I can type up notes or I can, I can work on the website and I can do all this stuff. And um, it just doesn't, it doesn't appease the other side of you. You know what I mean? Mm. You go, you like, like it's like the song says, right? You've got all these, these demons you need to keep on a leash, right? And you, you've got to, you've got to feed them all. You've got to feed them all, right? You, you can't just leave some of them because then, then you become, you become lame in that way. Right. And that's not going to fly. Arsonist lullaby. That's that's gone yeah, on my training man. playlist, man. You had me jacked up it's yesterday. It's good, isn't it? It's good, man. Yeah. Prop, good. Prop, like, I love how the guy just never raises his voice. He just speaks yeah. the song, and that's the true, tune man. just festers. Right? It's like, oh shit, man! Like <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is on now. Oh, that's yeah. true. Actually, that's a good point. He's like, yeah, he's not screaming it out. He's just making no, you feel. No. It, um. Yeah, that's um, that's cool. So waking up in the morning, just getting up on the alarm and, pr and praying as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the, the prayer is is a, is, a, is a good one because that spiritually, I think spiritually, yeah. it's like okay, I've got I've got myself in check and like uh, I'm going forward with all my all my weapons. You know, I mean, that's kind of the way I see it. Is like I know if I, if I've left something behind, um, you don't feel as equipped for your day. You don't feel as equipped like uh mentally and i think mm. the only way to do that is to is to act there and then and i think that act that action of realizing that you've acted there and then is powerful in itself you know what i mean like we you talk about all the time uh recognizing the wins along the way like mm. being aware enough to see that you know what i've done that good thing there and uh that only spurs you on for the next good thing and i think yes. if if those wins are across a, a wide variety like you've talked about um a physical being like kind of if, if we can bring bring into it the 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 um the psychology of getting out of bed first thing like, i don't care if it's difficult just do it like those, those are some of those things that, that we have to like vary our wins across the board and then like we look at the spiritual aspect of it as well if we can do that too there's uh there's just more variety and uh, we're kind of killing the game on multiple levels it makes you yep. feel good straight away like um then that all that will be done within 15 minutes of me waking up so uh mm. The rest of the day is is should be on a on a much 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 bigger high quality man that's mm. great it's um it's like yeah just figuring out what that anchoring activity is for, for whoever's like you know who's listening out there is uh it's kind of like uh, you know again getting in tune with the values that you have like uh, what do you find yourself being most engaged with most often what do you find yourself thinking about doing most often what do you find yourself um kind of 
dreaming about or wishing about doing more often and um and if you if you if you realize that there's a straight line between all those three things then you're onto something that means there's something that you value highly right and uh, so then engaging with uh creating uh, basically aligning yourself with that value and then trying to create the actions around that on a day-to-day basis means that um you know you kind of figure out your anchoring what your anchoring activity is then and then you're able to you're able to yeah you just smash through your day like you just mm-hmm. feel better about your day because you've taken care of that um that basic uh, that basic thing of his his why value highly i've acted on that and the rest of the day is going to be great as a result there's the there's the hidden side of it as well um where let's say you know you're, you're busy you've got a lot of things that you need to do and um and they're all they're you know usually they can be high priority tasks or even if they're not they can knock you off from doing that anchoring activity because there's a lot of things for you to do um we mentioned it last time where um you have that uh, there's that saying you know, that zen saying is like um you should meditate for 20 minutes a day but if you're busy you should meditate for an hour and the the power in that is basically saying that the the busy you are or the more scattered you might be in your brain the more you need to do to bring yourself back into you know your your own alignment and into um, a space where you can be the best version of yourself and you feel like you're sacrificing more time but what you don't realize is that because you've done that and you've put that work in you've made yourself more productive in all other fields I can say this from personal experience and I just know that this is what happens is like every time you realign yourself like you take yourself away from the things that you feel like you need to do and get back to doing the thing that you've got to do which you know is good for yourself um in line with your highest value then everything else becomes easier to do again so even though you've taken more time away from those things um you actually do those things better in the less time that you have mm-hmm. and and that's um that's an important thing to recognize so it's like i'm too busy i've got all these different things to do i feel like if i take time away from doing those things um i uh, i'm i'm taking I'm basically that's what i'm doing i'm taking time away from doing those things and they need to get done but actually if you go back to doing that thing that you need to do because it's your anchoring activity and it's because it's in line with your highest value you're going to end up feeling better about doing all those other things and doing them better anyway so it's about quality yeah. that you put into it rather than the quantity uh, that you that you're thinking that you might uh, is is more valuable yeah yeah that's that's so legit man and i can i can kind of tie it to people out there that that work out and that train it's the way it kind of that what you just said there fits for me is like if i need to get into a heavy workout if i need to train my body and i need to train the whole body i need to first anchor myself in a place where my my joints are all aligned whether that be through breathing movements whether that be through mobility whether that be through like me stabilizing in certain positions and then that's on the back end going to support me through the rest of the workout whereas if i kind of just rush into the gym throw my bag to the side and start squatting straight away I might not kind of be fully engaged through all my component parts. And that that's kind of the way I would look at it. If, if, if you're, if you're somebody out there who works out, you understand that analogy, like warming up properly and fully getting engaged with your body first, because you are the vehicle that has to go through all those tasks. Like you're 
your you have to see those things through right and if you take a time take take a second aside to to breathe to center yourself it's the same it's exactly the same as you taking time aside to center yourself whether it be joint centration whether it be whether it be through kind of balancing muscles that okay this is this is pulling a bit tight today this is too bit too relaxed let me let me balance these forces out a little bit and then when i go through my workout i'm going to have the full support of this joint you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. if people out there kind of if you haven't if you haven't done this i would one billion percent recommend because it's yeah g you're talking about it from from personal experience i'm exactly the same man it's uh whether it be mental alignment or spiritual alignment like i'll talk about in prayer or physical alignment it's always best practice because yes. you get you get the full beans you know what i mean like you you know what it's like to kind of to to not align the body and then go into a workout you just don't feel right you feel like you're going through the motions but like you're not firing all cylinders it's uh so many ways we can kind of pair this like you know that car yeah. like you want to you want to make sure that all the internals are working properly before you put your foot down and mm. uh if you live a life where the foot is down it's not coming up for a little while a little while mm. you've got to make sure you've done the work on the back end because when the wheels fall off that's going to be bad you know what i mean like kind of you um yeah you want to just basically have your own back and i think that's that's the way to to have your own back is with these anchors is to know that okay I'm, i've got this crazy busy life but i need to put my work into these things first and like fill my own cup up before i can start pouring to all these things and yeah. that's kind of uh that's the way i see it for sure yeah big time that's a good one as well fill your cup so you got something to pour from mm. it's like you know what use are you when you're in an empty cup yeah man that's it that's it you gotta have that thing overflowing mm, exactly yeah. and then you can take yeah. care of it and like i mean essentially all the domains of life are like you know mental physical uh environmental uh familial uh you know sort of like relations and stuff like that yeah Just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's that fifth thing? Spiritual, uh, right? Spiritual as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sixth one I'm kind of forgetting off the top of my head at the moment as well. But it's just basically essentially boils down to those. those social? Those. Is that a thing? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, social. But basically you can even just like decide to uh, pick from one of those things. And then that will feed into other things as well. And, yeah. uh, and then when you start to build, um, build, that, uh, build that out even further, you'll you'll have different ways of um different ways of anchoring yourself so even if you can't get to one you can do the other thing and that makes you feel good and yeah. that's uh, that's what i find is important as well so um it, because i've learned that from you know basically doing injury rehabilitation with people is um uh, so like uh, like one of the things that i do is like uh, uh, i'll take on a client who's seen a chiropractor osteopath or a physiotherapist or someone like that somebody who's basically treated them for some pain that they've had and then i'm the guy who comes in and does the rehabilitation work with them and uh, gives them the exercise makes them feel functional and then just moves them on to the next level so they're basically they're fit they're healthy they're confident with their life again and i've come across a lot of people whose anchoring activity was the thing that caused them the injury because it was like over reliance on that one thing so uh, i'll give you an example of like a, a marathon runner and uh, you know just developed a uh, developed a problem in the back just wasn't going to go away because one of the things that was um the thing uh, that they weren't willing to give up uh, for a short period of time to help them recover which was their running because it was the only thing they could rely on to anchor them to their day and make them feel like they had a good day meant that they weren't going to recover 
and um so it was it was a tough yeah it was a tough thing to deal with it was just like okay look we're going to do some good work but it's not going to have the effect you want it to have unless you figure out a different way of um um using the energy the using the pent-up energy that you have or expressing yourself in a different way so that was a lesson like this was several years ago and that was just like a good lesson in making sure that you have uh, different things that you can rely on that help you uh, anchor you to your day and help you get the most out of your day because if it's just that one thing and uh, especially when it's a physical endeavor uh, we need physicality we need physical movement i mean that's why our bodies exist is to help us navigate us through our environment that's basically the only reason that our brain really exists as well and when but when that one thing becomes the only thing and then you do it excessively um you know there's a point where it stops be being healthy for you mm. so we need to find different avenues to be able to anchor ourselves it's like find that one thing first and work on it and make it part of your day so then you know you always have that one thing then it's also like okay what else is there and like uh, you know in our examples you've got something you've got something mental and physical and spiritual going on all right at least those three things for me i've got the like the, the breathing and the cold shower takes care of the mental aspect as well as the physical but then i'll also like you mentioned listening to music like here's a sick track you know something that gets you pumped for your day or something that makes you feel good um music is powerful. has that uh music is powerful it has that effect on us to change the way we feel about a day about a moment so use it you know it's like it could be something musical and that has that takes care of the uh like the mental aspect as well i do that you know i listen to like some some uh, like say podcasts or speeches or something which uh, uh, got me like fired up or make me think in a certain kind of way so when i'm basically when i'm learning i feel more fired up so i'll uh, so there could even be something where I'm learning something from a podcast or I'm learning something by listening to someone or it's motivating me or um, I'm learning about life in that in that in that regard um, by listening to this person. And then that helps me anchor to the day as well as, OK, I've done something good, which is provided some positivity, given me some fuel in a different kind of way, uh, mentally and spiritually and emotionally. And now I can do some other good stuff as well so there's like there's lots of different ways of uh, finding uh, uh, lots of different ways to anchor yourself it's just finding the like top two or three that really that really work mm, that's so legit man that's so legit i love what you said there about learning fires you up i mm. think that's a it's kind of like accomplishment yeah it's accomplishment mm. kind of like you feel you feel like you've leveled up in there there and then in the moment and yeah. um yeah so i completely agree we agree it's kind of completely can't tell you how many times i'm sat there listening to our podcast or listening to uh like the course i'm doing right now and i'll just like i get something i'm like yes walking <laughs> around my room and i'm like I, 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 yes like I, I just get this shit now like thank you like i feel like i'm just like there and then just like leveled up to like yep. the next stage of super saiyan i'm just like <laughs> yeah fucking come at me bro like this thing is like, so cool like that yeah, <laughs> totally. I totally agree with that. The, the the knowledge thing is is everything, man. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I really I, I like what you said there about the um, having the one thing that you put all your eggs in that one basket, and then mm. when you find out your basket has a hole in the bottom, you're just like, oh shit, mm. what do I do with this egg now? You know, I don't know where yeah. to put it. And um, you need to. I think that that's that's where you. It's like it's like it becomes a curse, right? And then. I think recognizing that or even having the strength to, to be like, okay, I'm going to go without this for a little bit of time. That's tough. That's not easy. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think I can speak to that a little bit when I, 
Um, I don't know if I talked about it a little bit, but I think we talked about it when I talked about my kind of initial weight loss journey, but we, me and my dad were in a car crash and I couldn't yeah. train through that. Right. And it was like, okay, so my only, I had one basket, like legit. Didn't, yeah. didn't have any communication basket, didn't have any spiritual basket, didn't have anything else. It was just like, where's the weights at? That's the basket. And, um, yeah. And when I couldn't do that anymore, that was really tough. That was like, okay, what do I do now? And like, when you said it, I was like, okay, that was the first thing my mind went to. But um, that then stemmed into a case of, okay, now I can, I can take this, this passion I have to train and I can turn it into how can I learn more about my body? And there, therein lie the, the answer because that, that made me go and do my personal training qualification, made me start to learn more about like Kelly Starrett and like kind of all these other things, mobility and like kind of, okay, yeah. I went down that rabbit hole. Like I can't actually lift heavy weights right now, but I can learn more about my anatomy and mm -hmm. um, slowly, slowly it just transforms, right? And then you can always return back to that first basket because you, you have those reps. You've done those, that like you've spent your life doing that shit. And uh, when, you, when, you, um, when you have to diversify, it's a case of just being secure enough in yourself to, to know that you're not going to lose this thing. You're just going to go off and find new things. You know I mean, you can always kind of return exactly. back to the same path. Um, exactly but if that, if that path isn't actually serving you to get you where you want to go, then you've got to be kind of brave enough to step out and say, okay, right, well, let me go see what's beyond the horizon, right? Yeah, completely, man. That's legit. You're, that's, that's such a good example of uh, uh, like, you know, yeah, you've you found the hole in your basket, <laughs> all your eggs are cracked yeah. and uh, and you're like, oh shit, this basket is like not any good right now. You go and find, you went and found yourself another basket. That was, mm -hmm. um, that's, um, that's, that's it. That's again, that's looking at, okay, you feel shit. You feel like there's some grief, um, but you turn it around and you just go, there's an opportunity here. Mm. I can I can go and find the next thing, um, which is going to help me be a better human being. You know, I can level up as a human being here, mm. and, uh, and that's and that's 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 big power. Is like there's, uh, especially in like, um, you know, like uh, like the way uh, the way the world is at the moment with um, just you know everything is kind of like in this unprecedented circumstances kind of thing, and you just kind of look at it like, okay, what's the opportunity for me to do to level up as a human being? Because uh, there is, there's always an opportunity in the chaos. There's always an opportunity in the uh, uh, in the struggle, and uh, we say that almost every week. You know, there's opportunity in the struggle. Just look mm. for it, find it, and then uh, and then latch yourself onto it and and level yourself up. And that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Big thing. And then um, I think um, that like that's it, it ties in with the other thing we were talking about as well, like overwhelm and guilt. Mm. And uh, so we'll like we'll, we'll discuss like overwhelm and uh, and also have uh guilt like guilt becomes a part of that as well but there's also separate circumstances for it so in terms of like overwhelm i've been thinking about it last week and um and then it actually came to a head today as well funny enough and uh, it's like you know the things you think about they start to manifest in front of you it's like what a it's like shocking <laughs> you know? it's like not really it's like uh, <laughs> And the most time thinking about is the shit that ends up happening. <laughs> and, uh, That's yeah, exactly. Is uh, so we're like with the whole overwhelm conversation is like um, you know got a client on my online uh, online portal and um, like especially when onboarding, there's like there's a few things that you know you're just basically getting yourself used to the portal. You're getting yourself used to what it looks like. You're getting yourself used to okay, here's like uh, here's the here's the program. Uh, here's what I need to do on a day to day basis, um, and 
and uh, you know signing into your training program all that kind of stuff you're going to feel like it's uh, there's there's a lot to do and then especially when you hit a really busy period in your life you know there's uh, uh you got like a bunch of stuff happening for you You've got like eight different things you got to think about that you you want to achieve in the next hour let alone in the next day and you're like oh my god how the hell am i going to go about doing this and uh, that's essentially the definition of overwhelm is uh, when you've got so many inputs into the brain uh, you just don't know where to begin like uh, the inputs mm. just make you freeze um, you got all this sensory input coming in. It's like all the uh, you're looking at your environment, and you just you just don't know how to take it all in and make sense of it. And um, we touched on it last week when we answered one of the questions uh, about stress. And uh, but it's also you know it just comes down to feeling like what you can act on and discarding what you can't, like what's not in your control. And uh, and that's like you know overwhelm is is uh, you know is. Is, is part of that conversation as well, where you can get stressed uh, because you're going through uh, serial processing. You've just got a ton of inputs coming in. You don't know what to do with them. And uh, and so the conversation was like, okay, I've got like a million different things I've got to do. And I haven't really had, um, uh, haven't really got the time to, to look at this. And it was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, this is all good information. It's like everything is done like a non-judgmental way and everything is about finding a solution. You know, what's the what's the takeaway action that you can make which will um, make you move forward? So that's the thing about overwhelm is uh, the only way you can really get over it is to take forward action, however that looks. So in this instance, there was a, an element of guilt attached to not having done the thing that this client needed to do um, to help better themselves, like uh, like basically sign into the portal and just like do the, the assigned piece of uh, work that they that they need to do, so that it kind of again, it's, this is an anchoring thing as well. It's about creating an anchoring activity, and uh, and so that it's it's um, and it's also aligned with their goals, so that they driving forward and then there was like an element of guilt as well because it's like okay i've got this thing that i want to do for myself but i'm taking care of all these external things which means that i was i'm not making time to take care of myself and then it's that thing we mentioned it's just like nagging away at the back of the head you just got that thought in the back of your head that you haven't taken care of uh, the thing that you need to do for yourself and uh, and that was bothersome and that created some guilt and then there's uh, all these different things that you got to take care of and i was like look we just need you to do one thing and uh, you don't need to look at the whole program because every time you look at the whole program you look at the whole elephant and you're thinking i can't break this down i don't know what to do with this but uh, you know it's that saying it's like you know, how do you eat an elephant one chunk at a time but it's not just like eating it one chunk at a time it's enjoying those chunks as well so you need to flip the the frame as well which was i don't have time for this it is stressing me out and it was like instead why don't we work with the idea of making time for it because it's going to help you feel less stressed because you've done something good for yourself, which will ultimately mean that the other things that you need to take care of feel like you can do them with less consternation. You don't feel so stressed about them because you've taken care of that one thing, which makes you feel good and makes you feel like you're serving the goal that you set out to achieve on this program with me. And, um, and, and overwhelm happens all the time is like you know you could wake up one day especially if you look at your phone first thing and you like you got a bunch of emails you got a bunch of messages and you feel like you got to take care of stuff it's like oh shit i got this 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 and this to do and if you're not very good 
uh, or at least haven't developed the skill yet to look at it objectively and just be like, okay, what's the most important thing here? What's the thing that I can do? And what's the one action which will probably knock off a bunch of the other things that I need to do, uh, or at least mean that if I do this one thing, then it's not terrible if I don't get the other things done. Mm. And if you learn to do that and just take one small movement forward, again, we talk about it all the time, incremental gains is like 1% better every day. If you just do that one thing, it has a compounding effect on a day-to-day-to-day basis. So take that one action forward and then that overwhelm just disappears. You know, I've, I know, I've seen it happen with me and I know that it's happened like uh, with other people, anybody who's kind of, who is like successful on a day-to-day basis is just basically taking that one small action forward to overcome the overwhelm. Because if you let that overwhelm sit with you, then you freeze, you don't do anything. And then you actually start the next day worse off than you started the previous day. And if anything, you want to take that one small action, which means that you're going to be even that little bit better off the next day than you were the previous day. Because otherwise, you just, you're just just going to have shit day compounding on shit day compounding on shit day. Whereas if you do mm. one tiny thing and uh, that helps you alleviate that overwhelm, you end up um, having one better day over a better day over a better day and that's stacking itself on top of each other. And then mm. in terms of the guilt piece is, you know, you feel guilty because, you know, you feel like you're doing something you shouldn't be doing or you feel like uh, you haven't done something that you should have done. Uh, you feel like you, you made a mistake and you, you know, you've wronged yourself in that sense. And, uh, and then the thing about guilt is, is it's kind of, it can become perpetual because there is a rewarding behavior. Uh, sorry, there is a rewarding um, action it is rewarding in the brain, basically. So it's just like when you do something good for yourself, you do something on the way to your journey and you're rewarding it and the reward begets more rewarding behavior it can activate the same pathways and there's something about it which makes us feel like we need to do more and more and more of it. So mm-hmm. it's paradoxical to think that something makes you feel bad is something that has a reward um, a reward feedback within the brain, yeah. but that's what it does. So we need to learn to like kind of cut it off at its source in a way. Or if you notice that you're starting to feel guilty, then again, it comes back to what is that one action that you can take, which gets you back in line with how you feel you need to be acting, how you feel is working towards you on the goal that you have. Uh, you're on the path to the goal that you have. You're in alignment with everything all over again. So um, they they work. I wouldn't say they work together, but you can experience them together because if you're overwhelmed and you're not doing something and you feel bad about it, uh, you, you know, that's guilt. And then, you need to be able to recognize that in as objective a way as possible so that you can actually take the action and move forward from there, even in the slightest manner, so mm. that you can overcome that overwhelm and overcome that guilt. And mm. it happened uh, It happened to me last week. It was like I had a day where like last Tuesday, I'd like, I felt like I had more rewarding behaviors than I did uh, uh, behaviors which were necessary for me to move forward like so doing work stuff and um like doing all the things that i value you know i wasn't uh, like i didn't really learn as much as i did wanted to on that day where i had prepared to didn't do as much work as i wanted to and uh, but what i did do was like you know go hang out with my flatmates we went outdoors it was like the last sunny day that we had compared to last week and 
I was, uh, yeah, we were just playing outdoors, had a great time, had some great food. Um, together afterwards, we came home and cooked up, so cooked up a storm. And I was like, you know, that's a good day. But I was like, what did I do? Like, uh, what did I forego? Like, what was the opportunity cost of this day? And uh, it just meant that I didn't do as much productive work as I wanted to. And it's, so at the end of the day, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling this guilt setting. Oh, this doesn't feel good. Oh, no, this is shit. Oh, I'm going to beat myself up. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go there. Don't go there. And uh, But I was observing it, and I could feel this sensation kicking in. And I kind of arrested it. And I went, okay, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, and you're going to have a better day. You know what this feels like. You don't want that again. And so the next day, I woke up, put my distractions aside, like the phone, and you know, liberated my brain from thinking about all those distractions and just went straight to work and mm. had a freaking awesome day. By the end of it, I was like, that's a hell of a day. Kind of got like addicted to the feeling of how good it felt to be productive like that. And like there was there was no guilt and there was no overwhelm. It was um yeah, yeah. That was that was a fantastic feeling. Shit. <laughs> man down, man down. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's all I lost good. It for a second there. <laughs> yeah. That was it's my bad. Okay, <laughs> push my iPad back. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yes. Uh, technical, it? technical, technical issues. Yeah, just that <laughs> <laughs> was it, and yeah, it was uh, the guilt disappeared, and it was uh, because I took uh, took a took a level of action, uh, which uh, moved me forward to where I wanted to be, and also felt good. It was just doing all the things that I aligned with, and that's mm. how you can allow, like overcome overwhelmed because it didn't feel like just because the day before I didn't do as much as I wanted to the next day it made it feel like I had a lot to do but I just took action and it just built on mm. itself and uh, the guilt disappeared and I just felt like I had a productive day I'd have had a great day and um yeah and there was uh it just yeah it just felt good man that's solid man that's solid I think mean, while well, I'm kind of hearing there is like you've got a few different things you have to appease and that's mm. within within your awareness. You know that you've got to have time with, with your friends. You've got to kind of chill with yeah. them. You've yeah. got to got to tick that box. Otherwise, you kind of feel like, oh well, I've not hung out with anybody this any anybody this week. I've moved forward personally, but I'm not mm. going to give my time to that. So it's like it's spinning all these plates, and uh, it's it's like kind of if I if I focus my attention on this plate, like well that one starts falling, and like kind of oh well I have to get to that one now. You know, and that. Yeah. That feeling is like, oh shit, like overwhelm is like a that that's the way I can kind of envision it. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I've got these 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 are my tasks that I, I want to be spending my life doing. But um if if they start happening in, in a in a ratio that doesn't quite equate me being at peace, then mm-hmm. it's uh it's just not gonna go right. And then I start yeah. having these feelings. But again, at the end of the day, it wasn't a bad thing that you had those feelings it was kind of a good yeah. thing because you knew that you had to address it. it was like if you had had two of those days where you just chilled it would you would have finished the second day and be like what what am i like why am i even yeah. like existing like just take me exactly. away you know what I mean? like and, and that, that, shame and it's like yeah. oh no i'm a horrible person i'm a terrible person you just feel shit about yourself i was like no nah, man and you're right, right i did I felt, I felt super grateful for it i was like the following day when i smashed through all the stuff i was like this is how i want to feel i don't want to feel like i did yesterday and, you know, it's a process. It's not like I'm going to get this nailed on perfect, but it's just like I know that I don't want to be in that space. And I don't want to be closer to that space where I'm feeling productive and that, you know, fulfills my soul. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm super grateful for having that day where I felt bad and felt guilty mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it allowed me to take action to make sure I wasn't in that space again. And it highlighted 
how uh, how necessary it was for me to take action because if I don't, then I'm going to have more days being in that space. And uh, as I've learned that's a place that I don't want to be. And it was, uh, yeah, it's a day to be grateful for. For sure, man. For sure. For sure. Good. Give me one second. Right back. Right back. Yeah. Cool, man. No worries. I'll just uh, keep riffing. So we've uh, covered like showing up on days where you don't feel like it. The idea being that those are the days where you're going to end up feeling like uh, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to step up to the plate, but that's the day where you actually make the most change. That's the day where you actually move yourself forward. And uh, and the way you can help yourself move forward is creating an anchoring activity. So, you know, so finding out things like what anchors you, what is the activity where, you know, aligns you with where you want to be. Uh, it's got to do with, you know, the things you love to engage in, the things you dream about engaging in, uh, things uh, that um, you know that when you do them, you feel good, you feel at your best. And so doing them more often. And, uh, you know, it ties in with overcoming overwhelm and guilt. And overwhelm is just a state of lots of inputs and not knowing what to do with them. So it's just about taking that one small action and moving forward. And then uh, and guilt kind of gets trumped by that small action as well. So if you feel bad about something uh, which you haven't done or you feel bad that you've done something and you shouldn't have done um take a small action to correct it and then you start to feel like you're moving forward again. Mm, too legit, man. Too legit. I mean, then there's, if it all comes kind of back down to like knowing yourself and then knowing mm. the inputs that you need to keep moving yourself forward. And I think, mm. I think sometimes it's going to, it's going to be a few failed attempts, but like fail, failure, like we break it down, like first attempt at learning, right? It's like, like we, we yeah. want to, we want to know more about ourselves and then we, we kind of we we try one input and it doesn't give you the feeling you want to have so it's mm -hmm. like it's all about kind of understanding that seeing that and then going at it with a different input next time and i think that's that's just part of the process right part of the process 100 yeah, yeah, yeah and um yeah um i think i like what you talk about there because it reminds me of uh, it's like having that conversation with my parents over the weekend actually and i was like yeah yeah the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree i i I know where my where my thoughts come from now, and even though I never paid attention to it before, because um, you said like you know um, controlling the inputs that you have. So it's basically setting your environment up for great success, right? Yeah. My mom was talking about um, how there was a family member, or well, not a family member, is a family friend, sorry, who um, felt like was kind of just feeling alienated and uh, didn't feel like they had the right environment to um, like uh, feel. Uh, feel like they had the community and stuff um just just basically felt like uh, disconnected a little bit and like you know somebody with two young daughters as well and it was like you know i just don't really know what to do i feel like uh, you know i want this kind of community feel and i'm not really uh, i want to i want to oh, and rather it was also about believing in something so it was like i feel like uh, is um somebody who's like not very religious but is like i feel like by not being religious i'm not in um I don't feel like I have a strong belief in anything. And then like, uh, I just feel like that's, it was kind of sort of like it was filtering over into other things in life where it was just like having a lack of belief meant there was no, there was no, um, uh, what is it? Base. Um, so there wasn't a base to, uh, propel themselves from propel, like, you know, good family life from. And then my mom just said something. It's so simple. It's so profound. And she was like, oh, I can't find it anywhere. My mom just goes, well, create it. 
you know, create it for yourself and create it for your family. And it's like, it's so simple and it's such good advice because at the end of the day, you're in control of uh, your, your own life. You know, it's like uh, you, you choose to see um, your circumstances the way that you do. So you can choose to see them as positive or negative. Your environment is, uh, is the way it is, but you can make little changes to it to make it better for you. And, um, and then, I mean, if there's the other thing that, you know, we can talk about that involves, um, what shapes you is like, you know, your genetics, but then you have control over how they're expressed as well. Right. It's like, uh, you know, somebody, for example, you know, people might want to blame the fat gene for, um, being out of shape, but actually it's like, uh, you can suppress the activation of this gene if you actually are healthy and active and physically active. Mm. So you know you can you can alter you can alter yourself through the actions that you choose to take and mm -hmm. um so my mom saying that to this family friend meant that she just went oh okay cool i'll just um all right so i'm i feel like i'm supposed to be religious because everybody else is kind of that way but actually i'll just do it my own way and then create her own belief and like you know practiced in the way that she wanted to practice and just feels a lot more whole and feels a lot more complete and um and then just created that um belief for herself and created that environment for herself as well and that's uh, that's another thing that's important is just controlling those inputs um as best as you can or um or then choosing to see those inputs in a way that either shape you or break you mm. that's powerful mama sandu yeah big wisdom big wisdom big. Man. i love so that much. man i love that that's so, so cool simple. Yeah, so simple. And you know, that that's that's it makes sense. It makes sense because like you are, yeah, like you said, that you are the way you are because of those that kind of come before you. And uh mm. it's so cool to know that like you've got these uh these these bolsters, right? These kind of they've been through it and they 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 kind of they're very, 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 very well rooted in mm. who they are as people. And yeah. um I think that's that's a, a great leg up for us to mm -hmm. to see that we've got examples of, of what it looks like to be quite aligned looks like to be quite aware of aware of yourself and um yeah it, 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 the proof is in the pudding right the proof is in the pudding i, th I think the way that joe rogan, joe rogan kind of puts it in one of his podcasts is like you've got to almost got to see yourself as the hero of your own story and yeah, um that hero what does that hero do like how does that hero act how does that hero walk like, how does that hero talk and you've got to realize that you can be that or whatever whatever you want to be you can manifest those things you know what i mean and like kind of i think the more you flesh out that idea the more you start walking towards that the more it will start running towards you you know what i mean like the more exactly. you just kind of you'll just become it and uh then like that feeling of of guilt of, of not kind of going your way uh that definitely will start quelling and um the feeling of kind of overwhelm won't won't be as prevalent but it will only be prevalent when you're not um when you're not moving towards where you want to be and i think the, the the first stage of of uh moving towards where you want to be is like you can't have uh, you can't set sail without a harbor in mind right you need to know where you're actually going to go and uh that may be the first thing for people to kind of to not actually know um where it is they're going and i think mm -hmm. that that if that's you i would definitely look at examples of, of things that you enjoy whether like you you mentioned like music earlier you may we've talked about like uh people like wim hoff people like um jacko willink 
people that train, people that are very much strong in their ideals. And um, I think it's a case that you've got to start aligning yourself with those people and uh, mm. start seeing where you can actually actualize on those things in your own way. And I mean, like you, you've, you've talked about how your mum kind of uh, is so strongly set in her in her ways. And now she's said it with such kind of conviction to somebody else. And all of a sudden it's changed them. You know what I mean? that That's the yeah. same kind of way in which I think a lot of people should do the same. And I, I can speak from, from personal, personal experience. When I set off on this journey of, of kind of weight loss and transformation, I clearly had a vision of myself. And that's... Mm. It's, it's, it's where I know I'm close to becoming right now. I'm, I'm not 100% there, but um, I don't think I'll ever be 100% there. Mm. But as long as I'm aiming towards that clear vision, then um, I know when I'm not there. And then mm-hmm. that, that that's the main thing, is that kind of knowing when you're not aligned. Um, and then you can start optimizing how to actually align. But I think if, if you don't know where you're actually going with this, then it becomes very, very difficult to... to, to um, to call a day a success or to visualize or to see where you've actually fallen off and you've not actually been uh, been effective that day yeah yeah and like um and there's also there's also a lot to be said of like actually just getting started without knowing your destination as well because it can be and because you know that wherever you are you don't you know you don't want to be there mm. and you've known that for long enough or something that's nagged away at you and so you want to take the action to just get away from that. And that's important as well, because as you start to move, you'll start to form, formulate where you actually want to go. So yeah. it definitely, yeah. So certainly like uh, the more you know about where you want to go for sure, because you already know where you don't want to be. But if you, but if you don't have that place of knowing where you want to go yet, don't let that stop you. If you already know that where you are is where you don't want to be. So just start moving. It's just like pick that thing which you know you got to do to help you get away from that. You know, it could be it could be anything like whatever it might be. It could be physical training. It could be um, uh, like changing, uh, changing, uh, changing what you do with your life. Uh, and like it could be something grand or it could be something small. But whatever it is, is like yeah, just just move on towards that, and then you'll mm-hmm. start to get a clearer picture of where you actually want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like you haven't got to have all of the pieces but yeah. just start with the smallest thing like mm-hmm. the, the the person you want to be <clears throat> do they do they wear clothing that you're wearing mm-hmm. right now no okay well go out and buy yourself something that you that you think you know you would wear don't don't break mm-hmm. the bank but like just just be about okay i wear blue converse i'm gonna go buy some blue converse that's me you know what i mean that that's yeah. kind of me aligning with who i am when i put those blue converse on I feel like a bit more of a superhero than I did yesterday, mm. or I feel a bit more like I'm on my game. You know what I mean? And that that's that will steamroll 100 because you'll yeah. walk a different way, you'll talk a different way, and you'll just you'll just start to fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? Like kind of you start putting those little things in place, and um, you, it's it's just a way of you understanding yourself better. I think. Mm. Yeah, man, Big yeah, time. Because yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's power in those little things as well. You don't. Um, it sounds silly is like, you know, why would wearing clothes, a certain kind of clothes, like uh, uh, make me feel a certain kind of way. But, um, you know, it's something as simple as uh, switching yourself off from your work day is, mm. uh, it's just can be as simple as like, you know, me just changing out of my top, for example, is that, okay, work day's over. And it's just, it's, it's a signal. It's, uh, that's all it is, is like, you know, and it's aligning with the, 
with the way that you want to be. That's that's, mm. that's basically what it's um, what it's about. It's less to do with um, the clothes themselves and more to do with how something uh, makes you feel and what it yeah. makes you feel like you're capable of. And mm. um, yeah, and yeah, I think it's um, I think all that stuff is 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 uh, yeah is useful. There's lots of different ways of getting yourself into into your zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely agree, man. Completely agree. I think, I think mm-hmm. we talked about it, kind of tying it all back together to what we were saying earlier. The more versions of that you have, the better. The mm-hmm. more like, okay, yeah. so I'm going to listen to this song. I'm going to wear those shoes. I'm going to, I'm going to meditate in a certain way. I'm going to work out with a certain goal in mind. I'm going to eat with a bit more awareness there's this i'm going to speak to certain people that i don't usually speak to but i know they're good for me um mm. i'm going to surround myself with this i'm going to i'm going to make sure that i watch this you know what i mean there's so many facets <clears throat> where the actual the act of doing is one thing but mm. the subtext the subtext beneath mm. what's being done is is pure to the source right it's like pure to the yeah. to the to the thing you you want to be and um mm. the the better at that you the, all, all you need to see there is not overwhelm. <clears throat> it's not any kind of overwhelm, but it's actually mm-hmm. seeing yourself actualizing, and the out the outcome is is always going to be positive because it's like Thomas Edison, right? Like I can I figured out a thousand ways not to make a light bulb, so I figured out eventually <laughs> how to make the light bulb. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, you kind of fail your way from away from away from all the things that you know don't work for you until you get to the things that definitely do work and it's it's all predicated on you just starting and I, I, we talk yeah. about this all the time but but it's uh yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting how how you can just pick up a head of steam with anything like for instance for me having books in the house is a big thing i'm looking at my mm. library right now with a little kind of bookshelf and um it just means that they're right there accessible and it makes me feel like an academic it makes me feel like i I like to learn. I want to learn, and I am. I am that. I mean, I've, I've moved from a place where reading was, was not a thing. Like I was too much of a meathead to ever think about reading. But now it's like, like yeah, it's like every day. Like I need to read. I need. I need to learn more about learning. I need to learn more about. My, and the, but the subtext there is I'm learning more about myself. Like the book mm. is just a vehicle <clears throat> for me to actualize more on who I really want to be. Like I wasn't actually happy being a, just a meathead. Like I knew that I, I was capable of more, and my mm. version of a being that more is like okay i'm surrounded by them right now i've got some by my bedside i've got some over there i've got some on the top of there it's yeah. it's everywhere you know what i mean that's that's a small way that you can start to just build it into your environment like you said yeah sure so that's the uh, okay i want to ask you about that then because um yeah i like people will look at you like off the first impression like whoa this dude is big he's <laughs> He's a dench mofo, man. He's a mountain. But then, like, there's the there's the stereotype that comes with that, right? Which is, oh, this is a meathead. This is a dude who spent a lot of time in the gym building himself up. But then mm-hmm. when they speak to you, they're like, wait a second. This dude ain't just a meathead. <laughs> he, he's got something in between the ears as well. He's He's got a presence about him. And it's not just, like, physical. It's like uh, this dude is, like, he's switched on, man. Like, uh, d- so when you say, like, I wasn't just happy just, like, being a meathead, was that something you felt was uh being uh put on you as as an image or is it something that you felt like it was actually i am only just about the gym i think i need to grow out this a little bit mm. well, firstly thank you very much that's a very nice compliment <laughs> you just paid me um 
I, I, but I do genuinely think that there is just more meat between my ears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be some kind of uh, some kind of brain there one day. Um, yeah. But I think it's. Do you know what? I think it's the the second one where people see you, and for whatever reason, you feel you have to conform with certain certain kind of. Uh, viewpoints of yourself and i think when when you I went, I went through my my weight gain when i was still in college right so you're still figuring out who you are as a human being mm-hmm. you know i knew well and truly that there was one area of my life that i wanted to spend a lot of my time which was the gym but maybe i spent too much of my time there you know because i because I, mean? I, I, I wasn't brave enough as a kid or i wasn't aware enough as a kid to diversify myself and say okay like well i do like to learn i do like to do this i do like to do that but in, in ways i did do that like the same time i was i was i was part of like a weight train i would go home from from college early because i had to go and train but i'd also mm-hmm. go to Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh club at lunchtime because i was like i love this shit too like i, I can't <laughs> i can't not be a nerd right so there was <laughs> there was lights of it kind of shining through um but then fully actualizing on it um i wasn't in a space to do that so i wasn't kind of aware enough or like I wasn't with it enough to 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 fully go down that route and then people like start seeing you that way and um you you kind of have to lose yourself in that rigmarole of being one way to then realize that this isn't really not how I want to spend all my life like I, mm. I I like it I like it and maybe what you see is me liking it a lot but there's a lot of like that I still need to spread in other ways you know what I mean like I, I don't mm. want to put all my eggs in this one basket i i can have various baskets and i want to i want to be able to to train people one day i want to have those social skills i want to be able to to just so many things so many things there's, there's so many wants you know, i mean whether it be like kind of oh from a fashion standpoint i want to dress a certain way i want to look a certain way i want to cut my hair in a certain way like it was mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a thing that i was kind of putting any thought back in thought into back then and i definitely wasn't actualizing on it but then you'd see things and you'd think, okay, yeah, I quite like that in my life. I quite like a bit of that in my life. I quite like a bit. I quite like to walk like that person. I quite like to to, to kind of say that thing that that person just said. Where, where did they get that from? Oh, well, they, they learned it from this book. Oh, well, cool. Like, maybe I should start start reading. Mm. Like, I, I, I know that the, the desire was there. And then mm. it's like the mind will pick up on that desire and then it's the body's duty to just act on the desire. And mm-hmm. um, that that's kind of, if I can put it that way, that's the that's the way that I kind of, started developing as a, as a human being I was a well-rounded kind of human being before that I, I definitely wasn't and it was it was obviously this it's multifaceted as to why you end up the way you end up but then it's like okay I know so many people who are still in that same space who developed one way and then just stayed there like they've not moved an inch they've, they talked all the same way they laugh the same way and you see these patterns kind of bedding into people when we were in like secondary school and you think that's kind of scary, right? It's like you're still the same person. And um, like the chances of you changing now are much less uh, because you, you almost didn't have the calling to to do more and be more and, and want more. Maybe you're just comfortable with that. That's fine. That's not me for me to judge. But personally, I, I've always wanted to, to just be kind of actualizing on many different levels. And I think mm. that sometimes it spreads you thin. Sometimes you kind of, you feel like you are failing even though you are trying to do many, many different things, but I'd rather fail reaching for success than like fail at something that's just 
I don't use the word mediocre, but I use it mm. myself. Like I, I don't want to be my own version of mediocre. I'm not, yeah. not, not, not putting that on anybody else, but I've got I've got a different vision for myself. Yeah, I mean that's that's your own. Uh, like uh, it's your own definition of mediocre. It's your own definition of success. I think that's what is. Um, I think that's actually something important to talk about because when people look at, we we talked about it a little while ago as well. Like the definition of success uh, is people like your mom, like my parents as well. And but no one's going to ever ask them. Like uh, they're not in the public eye. You know, no one mm -hmm. gives a shit about what's successful because they're not uh famous and like it, it's like the only people who, that people want to take advice from is from famous people uh, or like look at famous people and just see this oh this is what success is but it's like that's an extreme version of it it's like you want to sure there's like um there's there's lots of lessons we can learn from them across the board you know like what is it that got them into a position that is uh, a valued position let's say mm. so value that position how do they get there and it's like um what are the what are the fundamental tenets of achieving achieving success is this that's what you want to learn from you don't want to like look at that person and be like um this is what's this is what is uh successful and if you don't measure up to that you feel like a failure which is what happens mm -hmm. in our social media culture for sure and like uh we like it's 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 crazy rife um and we could talk about that for like for days to come where it's like you know somebody sees an influencer post a workout and they're like look at look at how that person looks um this is this is the definition of success therefore i want to go for it and then you try it and then you're failing at it and it's like oh i feel awful but really you've only got the um you've only got the external motivation you haven't got the intrinsic motivation and you haven't got something that's intrinsically telling you what is your own version of success and that's the important point which is we can look at we can look to success from everywhere else but it's not measuring up to what we see it's about measuring up to what the process is for success and having our own version of that mm. and and so like cuz you know your own version of success is going to be different to mine on some level, which is like, so you want to own a gym? I don't, right? And um, so if you're successful doing that, that's fantastic. But if I if I don't want to do that and I do end up having a gym, is like, would that even be successful? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm not living up to my own version of success. I'm living up to what um, somebody else has kind of defined. And I felt like I had to do that. Mm -hmm. If it was if it was something that um, uh, I felt like I should have pursued, and I get there, and it's like it's not it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. So the idea that um, so mediocrity is is not a judgment on anyone because it's like, are you mediocre in your own valuation? Are you successful in your own evaluation? Not to what somebody else thinks, and not to what somebody else is. It's mm -hmm. purely based on your own version of that. Because we, it happens too often. It's just looking at what's out there and being like, you can take inspiration from it, like you described. You know, that person walks a certain way. They put that person said a certain thing, which I'd like to be able to say. Where do they get it from? So you you picked up on what they did to get the way they were, and then you incorporated those action steps. You incorporated that like process. And then you've got your own version of success for that. Yeah. But you don't want to be incorporating that process to try and be exactly what you see because 
in most cases you're going to fail because it's not true to who you are and what you actually want so mm. you have to do that work to figure out what is it that is my version of success and it could be in the eyes of other people it might look like you're not being successful but fuck them it's this, this is about you this is about what's important to you because you know there's a classic story of like uh, um uh it's like uh, a a woman who's basically trying to f figure out why she hasn't started a business for herself and um when she's looking around and seeing all her peers are like they're doing they're doing their own business and um they're successful in their careers and she just can't quite get started she keeps stuttering but then she like you know she thinks about it and she realizes actually the reason is because my my highest value is my kids i want to spend time with my kids i want to raise my children and now in our day and age where there's you know there's a lot of uh, career focused uh, women out there as well there there seems like there's that judgment there so it's like if you're not doing this thing which you you know some people put on you and say you should be doing then you feel bad about what you actually want and it can seem simple in the eyes of other people and seem like that's not successful you have the opportunity to make a career out of yourself you have the opportunity to have your own business why aren't you doing that so actually it may seem simple and it's not in alignment with what you want to do but this is what i want to do i just want to mm -hmm. all i want to do is raise my kids i want to be at home and raise and raise my kids and this is where i find the highest value and um, great that's your version of success you go out and do that don't let anybody ever judge you for that being that being the thing that you want to do and i think that's um, i think that's something that actually that quite nicely came up with uh, with what you said mm. is uh, something that i've thought about and it's something that um kind of irks me a little bit as well because everybody thinks like his this is success this is what it looks like it's like no no mm. it looks like what you want it to look like mm. so true man so true it's, it's funny because it's in our culture right it's like i remember mm. the first time I, I told one of my uncles that i was gonna be a personal trader and he basically laughed me out of the room and <laughs> yeah. um it's like, but like, um, it's hilarious. It's, it's so hilarious, right? I remember telling him that I had to pay rent and then I had to, he was like, so you're going to go to work at a gym and you're going to pay the gym to work there. Do they pay you? I was like, nope. I have to find my own clients. And he was like, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see there. Like, wow, yeah. this guy, what does he think he is? And, um, <laughs> but that's it. Like people, and obviously to, to him, version of me being successful would have been if i memorized the quran by the time i was five years old and okay. if i had had like uh letters after my name and if i <clears throat> if i had like been a doctor right it's typical right so it's like it's like yeah that is success but it's not my success right it's like i i look at myself in the mirror and i need to be successful to myself and i think this this is kind of segueing off of off of like people out there trying to find what is your version of your success? This is something that me and TJ were talking about today. Uh, we did this this weird test that Bilal actually sent me on Instagram. He sent me a thing which was um, like it had it had the number six and it had it in six different ways, and um, it was like the first six was like a really rough sketched outline. Second one was like a slightly more defined outline. Third one was like a a six like a black six on a on a blackish background and then as it went through it became more and more defined like the fifth fourth one was like a white six and then sorry like the fourth one was like a, a six and it was more defined as in the background was one color and the the other color the other the six itself was like 
like a, a darker shade of black and it was like on a lighter background and the, the fifth one was like a white six on a black background and then the sixth one was like a bright red six like and it was like <clears throat> certain levels of certain people can actually see the, the the six in the bright red and some people can just barely form a six like oh can i can i see it in my mind's eye and i that got me thinking because uh, tj and i were talking and i was like i could clearly see the red six like it's a, you want the six to be blue you want the six to have fireworks coming out of its ass i can visualize it for you right now like it's right there like i feel like that's that's a bit of a like a gift like i like to talk about genetics talk about whatever you, however you want to say it like that i can visualize that like i can just see it and i think for a lot of people your version of success must start with your imagination like and, and like you said you haven't got to have it all figured out but it's got to have some tenants it's got to have some things that you have to start appeasing from today for me one of those tenants is i've i've got to train i've got to physically actualize this 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 body that i've been given that genetically from my mom and my dad like is a certain way and i've got to overcome my weaknesses and i've got to i've got to just have that the subtext is show up every day doesn't matter how you feel like some days you don't get it done so go twice as hard the next day like <clears throat> That's the that's the 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 pattern that I've got to get into. I need to do that for my success. And at the same time, I talked about the academia and like kind of reading more and learning more and being being a student of the game, right? Like that's got that's got to be part of it. And then there's so many other things that I can kind of go into. And then obviously, like as you have influences, so like massive influences for me when I was growing up was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like hmm. everything Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, yep, that's he's the man. He's the coolest guy. Like. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, I was just, I was just fully, fully, uh, infatuated with the guy. Right. And, uh, then you, as you grow up, you kind of, you see like, for instance, like I start seeing my mom, I start accessing that and it's with higher levels of consciousness. That I realize that like, I don't really want to walk around with, with Terminator glasses on and like, <laughs> to, like, like I, I want to leave that Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. I want to get yeah. this much inspiration from him because he's like this much inspiration from him because he, because he trained his ass off and he was Mr. Olympia and he, and he killed the game. But that's about it like I, I i wouldn't like to be like whatever whatever you know what i mean like you, you start to you start to pick and choose how much of somebody how much of some influence you want to fully enter your being and mm. um then you start accessing other people and you start to see you know i want more of this i want more of that and um really i think it comes down to you having that imagination to start to uh, imagination and awareness just to see these these influences around you and uh i saw this quote one time which was like uh imagine that everybody that's ever lived has lived for you and they've lived to show you how life can actually be whether that be albert einstein whether that be adolf hitler like it doesn't matter like you could you can access all of these minds in this in this day and age you can access everybody that's ever lived whether it's genghis khan whether it's freaking justin bieber it doesn't matter right like you can access every one of them like <laughs> Is, is there more of a spectrum from Genghis Khan to Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there is. I don't know if there is. That was too... <laughs> I was like, I didn't know come down and juxtapose us. <laughs> I don't know if they can be. Like, uh, is one more capable or less capable of doing what the other one does? I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine there is ever going to be more of a <laughs> difference. Uh, yeah, just like everyone who's ever lived has kind of lived for you to take inspiration or not take inspiration from so 
it's just about time spending time to figure it out figure it out and then like it, it's it's no it's no knock if you start allowing start down a path and you don't like where you end up it's because mm. because what you've actually just done is you've actually just started to actualize and mm. that's the win like you talked about like kind of the, the subtext behind it um don't look at don't look at the the, the, the kind of the, the cake you've made didn't taste right but the fact that you started baking is, is the thing that you need to look at you know what i mean you can start baking and now you can make bread and you can make cake you can make fucking whatever you want to make you know what i mean like, it doesn't yeah. really matter so um yeah i think that that's when it comes to finding your own version of success there's there's a, there's a few ways to, to definitely go about it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 100%, man. yeah man what about yourself you. what about yourself how, how does that kind of vision look for you like what what is what is Gurinda Sandhu's version of, of success? Man, that's a good question. It's, um, it's definitely being formulated, for sure, as I kind of go along, because I've been a lot more serious about that in uh, in recent times, simply because, <clears throat> like, when I made the leap out of out of my tax tax background, out of my tax career, uh, I never worked for the man, okay? Anybody who's listening, I did not take the money from you, okay? I was working for the corporations, <laughs> And uh, let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> so I was, um, so when I made the leap from that career, it was just purely out of I want this is something that is speaking out to me. This is me aligning with myself, me realizing that this is what I want to be, this is what I want to do. And uh, and then up until you know, I'd even say even this year, or like no, a couple of years ago. Up until a couple of years ago, it's just been pure passion. That's just been like driving it, which is I just I just love this. I'm doing something for myself. I'm working for myself. You know, don't get me wrong, that's difficult because you know, when you're working for yourself, there's no guarantee that you got a paycheck the next day. But um I'm yeah, I'm doing it and I'm loving it. I'm engaging in the things that I didn't realize how much I wanted to engage in them. Um and just but until I started doing it and uh, going further and further and further down this track. And so I've never had a direction, so to speak. I just knew I just things unfolded in front of me because of the effort that I was putting into it. The opportunities came my way and I just took them. I just grabbed them, you know, and because I've said this before, like uh, I haven't regretted a single moment of my career. I haven't regret uh, since uh, since I've been in the fitness industry. Um, have a regret a decision I made in it, um, nothing, uh, nothing about it. I can say that like uh, wholeheartedly and it feels, it feels really good to be able to say that. Um, but then, you know, you get in like now I'm in my mid thirties basically. And it's like, okay, that can, that's got me this far. And it was probably like a couple of years ago where I started feeling like I was, I started feeling like I was losing a, a, my passion for it in the sense that I didn't really know where I wanted to go next. And there were a lot of different factors, which, you know, the beautiful thing about life is it only makes sense to you when you look back at it, um, but you're moving forwards, you know? So it's, uh, uh, I think the Romans say that um, you you walk through life backwards and uh, because you can only see what's behind you, but you don't know what's, what's ahead of you. Mm. So, and that's why it's so important to reflect because if you don't reflect, then you can't learn the lessons to help you move forward in the right direction. And, um, but what I've done, like, this is, yeah, and I mean, this is why lockdown for me has been, um, you know, I've taken the opportunity. It's like, I'm not going to say it's not difficult for me or for other people, but I've taken the opportunity to be able to reflect and, 
I really started coming to a lot of conclusions. And one of them was that like two, maybe three years ago, I kind of, I, I lost my way a little bit in the sense that, okay, I was anchored in like, you know, what I know I need to do, but um, I wasn't aligning myself truly with exactly what I wanted to do. And um, I was doing bits of it, but it wasn't completely what I wanted to do. And, um, and so, you know, you just kind of like, uh, I realized that for, it was for a bunch of different reasons. Um, but then one of them was, I just realized I was kind of stopping myself from, I guess you could like, uh, stop myself from shining my light. You know, it's like, uh, I was just holding myself down more than anything. Mm -hmm. more than um, but there, you know, there were other things that were involved in that, but it's just basically how I took all this information around me and used it to kind of hold myself down. And, um, what I've done is kind of like seen that for what it is now and just kind of broken out of that. And so I spent the last like, you know, two years kind of like in a way doing what I know I'm good at, but not doing it, um, knowing what I've got in my future and not knowing um, how to best execute it. And so I wasn't giving it my all. Mm. And then through this period, you know, it's, it's been long enough now. It's been at least three months where we've been in this kind of situation uh, or coming up to three months. But for me, it was three months because um, I started, I basically voluntarily put myself in lockdown a few weeks before I actually started going down. Um, I, uh, I've, yeah, I've just really realigned and really aligned myself with what I want to do. And now that's, now that's taking, sh uh, taking shape into what does, you know, success look like for me in the future. So I know what it kind of I know what it looks like now in the next year to two years. It's a lot of it is for me is just building, uh, building out my life in the way that I really want to see it. And a lot of that is to do with my business because my business is an extension of me. You know, I do this because I love it. And if I love it, then if I invest in my business, it's an investment in myself. And if I invest in myself, it's an investment in my business. So uh, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm very intrinsically tied to that. And so I want to put a lot into my business over the next um, few years and really make that take off and uh, make it be exactly what I want it to be. And so my version of success is um, really me. Like, I don't know. I, I'm still working on that precise vision. Um, uh, what it is in like five years, 10 years, 20 years. The thing that I know that I always want it to be in 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years is that I want to be able to use my body regardless like I want to feel fit, strong and healthy, regardless of my age. And that's always something that's driven me. So that's very like the rough edges. And then the the the, the one thing maybe on a level, but one below that is uh, that I want to feel like I have the freedom to spend my time in whatever way I want to spend it. And so for me, the greatest currency is time. And what money can do is buy you that time. That's That's what I... That's what I want the most out of uh, making money and making a good living is so that I can use it to spend my time doing the things that I really want to do, which are valuable to me. So that would be what like, you know, long-term success looks like to me. And again, that's like, that's a very broad vision, but it's not narrowed down into specifically, you know, what does it smell like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Because the more I have that, I know that it will make me um, kind of drive me further forward. But I know that those two things, broadly speaking, other things that um, keep me going. And then like in the immediate future, it's like, um, um, it's just basically, and it's what's well, immediate future, but full, uh, all of all of time really is just like living to my highest values. Can I wake up every day and say, I lived the kind of day that I want to live? 
And if I did that, then I'm successful. And then that builds, that builds on it, uh, on mm-hmm. each day as well. That builds, builds, builds. And then I'll eventually, I know that if I, so uh, I know that if I keep doing that, then I'm going to have that future, that broad future, like that I've broadly envisioned. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then one thing I do know is like um, going back to, you know, what we talked about earlier, which was just what is um, you, like knowing where you're moving towards. But then I definitely know what I, what I'm moving away from. I know like uh, for me, the worst feeling for me would be um, vacuous mediocrity is just, it's just empty and, like I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not acting out my day the way I want to act it out. And it just feels so mediocre and it just kind of makes me just go, you know, it just makes me shudder and it just makes me feel like something inside just feels horrible. And so I call it like, uh, I call it like a vacuous mediocrity because there's just, uh, it's, it's just this weird state of emptiness. Um, and I just know that I don't want that. And so my values are, in line with moving me away from that, which also will move me towards what I broadly envision, but I'm fleshing out that vision in more, in more detail. Mm, right. And that's only something that's come to me um, in like in recent, in recent times, which is like kind of like basically take your future a little bit more seriously because um, you know, you've, you've been lucky that you found something that you're passionate about and, and that you feel fulfilled by and that you can just keep going um, off of that but then it's like actually i need i need to plan that out a little bit better now as well because otherwise it's just um it's a bit more haphazard and i'm at the stage now where i'm like no i need to make this a bit more precise i need to make this mm. something that i feel um uh feel like i need to yeah make something more concrete and solid that i can pursue i like it man i like it that's uh that's just really really I don't, I don't want to use the word holistic, but I'm going to use the word holistic because I don't really know a different <laughs> word I can put in there. But yeah, it's uh, it's legit, man. That's legit. There's 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 a lot of something that interestingly kind of came up when you were saying it. Is I think this is a bit of an exercise that people can out there can do. Mm. Um, and it's just come to mind now, so I don't know the the, the depth to which it can actually be effective. But you started mm. talking. And I was kind of looking away from you and I was listening. And then you said the word passion and my eyes kind of opened. And I looked up kind of through, through not, not any control of my own, but just kind of in, that's, that's okay. Would you say like, kind of, I want to, I want to be present. I want to be present for that. Yeah. And uh, I, I almost want to create like a, we can do this next week, probably we'll kind mm. of create a game where like you come up with different, different words, passion, <laughs> yoga, money, Mercedes, right like and just just kind of just go with it and be like okay where where, where did you put your hat and why and let, let's mm-hmm. kind of have that be an exploration as as yeah. to who you are where, where you are currently and where you're not and why you're not there you know what i mean like kind of if you, sometimes in my past if you said the word money i would have been like what what do you mean by that like i i just have no value i don't place any value on money like i mm-hmm. it's something that for me that comes and goes and and luckily, luckily, I have it. And uh, in, in, in whatever supply I do, not that I'm lavish or whatever. No, never been, never want to be. Um, but doesn't really, doesn't really interest me. But now mm. I see it as like a means to an end. So it's like, okay, so if I have money, then I can put it in people's hands that need money. Like mm. so, okay, so now I need to have money. Like now I need to kind of, I've, I've created a different rhyme and reason behind it. And I think that's what I heard from from you. There is like, you've seen 
the value of your health and you've 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 now applied it to your entire life and be like i need to have this when i'm old like i, I just need to have this like there's no way i want to i want to go i know i know i have to go this way this journey of life it's taking me this way but i want to take this thing with me as long as i go um mm. and that i think is is just through your awareness being grander around certain things you've realized that there's some things you can do without for sure but there's some things you definitely can't do without and those those things are they have to they have to you have to figure out a way of of getting deeper into into bed with those things right like because they they, they need to accompany you the whole way through and i think that definitely will help a lot of people to um to just see where they need to either have their eyes opened or have kind of just follow their intuition like we talked about last week and be like okay this this word makes a lot of sense to me like why does it make a lot of sense to me because oh maybe i need money to help out my family maybe i need to i need it i need it to because it will focus me toward a goal and that's the that's that's the that's the i like the idea of, of providing for a lot of people well okay well let's let's use that as an anchor and let's kind of let, let's build upon that and then where we can where we can where you've now increased your awareness now how do you align with that goal right let's let's kind of start acting towards that and just just use it as some as a vehicle for, for actualizing on your success, right? You can kind of you can flesh out the vision along the way, like you're talking about. But the the, the points on which you're going to start making your your foundation, let's let's start making a few of them right now. I mean, that's mm. kind of like that that the way that kind of my my eyes kind of perked up when you said the word passion. The, mm. it's, it's not happenstance, right? Like that that's me. That's that's in me. Like I have to feel that. Like you talk about all the time being a hype man. It's like I love that. Like being a hype man is is even when you say the word, look at your face just light up, right? Yeah. Like that's a thing, right? That's a thing. Like I I need that in my life. I need that kind of. It just yeah, it just it's us, right? And um, I think a lot of people need to need to know that for themselves for sure, mm. for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good way of putting it as well. Like you know, find those buzzwords. Is like what makes mm. you sit up and notice. He's like, oh, maybe that's the thing that you need to be involved in maybe that's something that you need to explore a little bit more of you know it could be anything mm. um yeah there's certainly there's certainly those things and then um yeah there's like yeah i mean i think growing up as well is like uh same like yeah interesting same thing with money as well it's just like i uh, just it's it's like a it's like a dirty word and on some level it's always yeah, yeah. Uh, played played on my mind without me really realizing it and uh and so it's kind of it was almost like hiding hiding behind the idea that um, I don't really care about it when mm. really, so like, I mean, uh, for a lot of us is like, uh, you know, I, su I suppose like success will end up looking like, not as indirectly is uh, that you end up having more money with it. And then, you know, you got to have a certain relationship with money for it to, um, for it to be something that uh, facilitates all the things that you want in your mm. life. And, um, and yeah, and then like I can imagine, like um, you know, there's like starting to build that wealth can almost maybe make make you feel guilty as well because it's like, all right, I know I've heard this, but there's plenty of people without, you know, and I feel like you know I've achieved, uh, like I've acquired wealth which uh, you know didn't think I could have, and. Mm -hmm. And, but there's, you know, there's still plenty of people, uh, you know, is it like, have I done it? And am I worthy of it? That could be another thing. And, uh, and, you know, also looking at other people's circumstances and thinking, you know, what well, I have, I have 
enough i have more than enough and like there's other people who don't have enough and that can make you feel guilty and then um it's uh, and it's like it's but the thing uh, but the thing basically what i'm getting coming getting to is like money is completely neutral it's not a uh, it's not good it's not evil it's just what you do with it yeah. and uh, and so we, yeah so we kind of yeah exactly perspective we kind of get caught up in um in the narrative that is like you know money is the root of all evil all these bankers are wankers and all that mm. kind of stuff and it's like it's not it's just not it's just it's the thing that facilitates the uh, y- your your life you know you you the way you want to live it so um i'm yeah over time it's like uh, i've learned that i need to change my relationship um with money so whatever like you know your version of success ends up looking like you might have to change your relationship with a few of those factors that require you to be successful. So another thing that, for example, I'm changing my relationship with is um, is like hard work. So when it comes to money, is like I need to change my relationship with that because if I want to be successful, I think as a function of me doing the things I want to do and living in alignment, I will become more financially independent. And so I, um, uh, and it's not through just chasing money. This is through me chasing the things that I'm good at and the things I like to do and want to do and like serving people. And and therefore, I will likely and I hope to and I envision it get a certain level of financial success from that as well. And so I will need to change my relationship with money as a result of that. And I need to probably I need to start doing that at least now if I haven't like if I hadn't started working on that already. Because if I start to acquire it and I start to you know feel bad about it, I don't feel worthy for it. It's like you know that's going to create its own other set of issues. It's, it's a crazy thing to think about where you know people always say if you if you have money you can't have you can't possibly have any worries. It's like well yeah you can you know there's every stage of life there's there's a different worry or there's a different ad, 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 adversary that comes up. There's a different thing that you need a challenge that you need to tackle. And like there's in the mindset, a part of it is uh, mindset is a big part of, um, you know, how uh, what you, what money can do for you. And then um, so in, instead of it being something like that um, is uh, another one for me is like my my relationship with hard work. You know, if you want to be successful at anything, you've got to you got to work hard at it. But uh, because of stuff we've touched upon in the past where we're talking about, you know, fixed mindset versus growth mindset kind of um, being uh told as uh, a kid like you know you're smart as opposed to you're somebody who worked hard um or you you know you've done all these things to achieve a certain level of success it's almost like you feel like it's just been gifted upon you and it's Mm. all it's like that's a difficult thing uh when it's been drilled into you as uh, as a kid it's a difficult thing to come away from because the moment you have to graft for something you're like oh shit it's I didn't. I didn't just get gifted this. I didn't just get afforded this. I actually have to work at it, and then that feels like a grind, and then that feels like uh, a ball ache, and you don't want to do it. And um, but you know the things I know about goal setting and how it's a part of our nature to have something to aim at. Um, all those things have helped me to change my relationship with working hard. So if I you know see the value in working hard, I will get to where I want to be you know I'm making it more likely rather that I'm going to be successful in the way I want to be successful so it's um when you have something that you're striving to be successful with you're probably going to have to change some of like the relationships you have with uh, with that endeavor totally agree man totally agree there's 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 so many things you said there that I could kind of riff off of but I think it's uh it's a good place to open it up to other people out there like if, if you write in with your own version of success and mm. 
where where you've had um, a vision of a certain thing that you think, okay, the rest of the world seems to deem this as a, as a success, but I definitely don't. Um, it'd be really interesting to hear about that. I think that's that's a that's a cool uh, place to leave that one with with our people out there in the world, wherever you are. Um, it could be so diverse. It's so diverse, right? So to kind of think, okay, what's what's success for somebody who lives in Kenya? You know what I mean? Like what, what is success? Is, is success actually just kind of making it through a couple of weeks? Like is, is, is that success or is, is success actually kind of making an empire for yourself or have or actualizing on this, this podcast, this kind of journey that we're on? Um, it's, it's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my, uh, I pledge to whoever listening, like write in. I think you'll you post it on Instagram. You'll you'll post this uh, Facebook. Um, yeah, give us give us yeah. your vision. Give us your opinion. Exactly. What's your version of success? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Should, we, should we get into some questions? Yeah, that's it. We go. Yeah. It's a good place to go into some questions. So, the one we, the one we must answer. Who's this one coming from? The inspiration one. It was from one somebody you said. Oh, Simon, I think. Simon, Simon. This is this is this is my main man. This is one of my one of my mentors, one of my early mentors from UP. So Sick. uh yeah, one so of you have to him, basically, right? You have to tell him he's one of your inspirations, otherwise he's not gonna 100%, be happy. <laughs> so he knows, he knows. He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a sweetheart, he's a good guy. Okay, well the question is like who are your big inspirations? And that's coming from Simon. Mm-hmm. I think linking it back to that last question, like what is our version of success? Um, anybody is an inspiration. Anybody. Mm-hmm. I think I can kind of like blur this out and, yeah. and uh, I'll mention a few names in particular who I think people that fully align with, with what I think is inspirational. But you can kind of see that inspiration from, like I talked about, seeing somebody graffiti on a sidewalk and say that that person's got balls, right? Because they're they're out there they're out there just like with their spray can and making something happen and they're putting it out there for the world to see like that's inspiring like kind of not feeling scared not feeling like oh, i'm gonna fuck this up i'm just gonna go for it and uh it's it's gonna come out like it's gonna come out and you're all gonna see it and yep. you're all seeing me do it like that's inspirational right that's that's, <laughs> that, that's like to see at that level obviously you can look at it as like why, why are you vandalizing but but that's the way i choose to kind of see it at the same time like there's vandalism is inspirational <laughs> yeah no I, I didn't say that people don't go out there and start looting and start defacing monuments that's not cool okay let's, let's not do that let's uh let's let's yeah let's be a bit more upstanding as human beings um but yeah i i, I kind of look at like back to this library I'm, my eyes are kind of getting drawn to it today i think it's quite inspirational to have written a book like kind of as written a book that kind of has had that profound impact um mm. on the world that like kind of some kind of like bestseller people kind of actually out there discussing your ideas and, and for you to have shaped the way people think um that's that's huge man that's probably probably huge i think i would like to be counted in that same bracket one day just kind of give your ideas up and and, and kind of see how people react to them so that, that's very inspirational um from a from a physical like kind of training aspect from a, from a fighting aspect i think there's the obvious um muhammad ali like kind of somebody out there who's like kind of fully actualizing on himself on all fronts like firing on all cylinders talking the game walking the game um just being about it you know what i mean like that that that's somebody that i think when you see that kind of human being you see what you're actually seeing is full alignment like this person is not in any way shying 
down from who they are. And like in some ways you look at Mike Tyson and you see the same thing. Like people kind of class those two people and they say like, well, who win in a fight? It's like, yeah, you can have that discussion, but like, let's have another discussion. Like kind of, they were both so aligned in themselves in different, very different ways. And they produce very different products. But what you're seeing there is like, it's just fully, fully acting on that alignment and it, and the manifestation of that in the world. That that's the inspiration. That's the inspirational thing I take from both of them. Like you can you can you can see the way they both fought and the way they both kind of went about their business being very different. But they're both inspirational because they just they 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 risked it. You know, I mean, they risked kind of being themselves and uh, working hard for more of what they wanted, and it came back to to really pay off in a good way. Uh, I think they both both lived rich lives as a consequence and then um you can just take it back home again like kind of inspiration in terms of parents and um and how you you see you see the role that they've played in your life and you see the role that they had the role that they've had to overcome that's massively inspirational so yeah i think i'm gonna give that my answer is is like everybody and anybody in uh, Mm. i think you've just got to know them and uh see the subtext behind who they are and, and what they're doing um, mm-hmm. and then obviously there, there are some people that stand out, but I think the reason they stand out is because they are fully in alignment. And I think those people are kind of like, yeah, I liken it back to like super Saiyans, right? They're the ones that kind of fully, fully went in and, uh, they come out the other side, like with this glowing, glowing aura about them. And it, then that glowing aura is, is really just them fully actualizing on who they want to be in the world. Mm-hmm. That's inspirational. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Big time. I love for sure, it. man. For sure. If you ask me that same question, uh, it's, it's just that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I find, <laughs> inspiration, find inspiration everywhere, man. Love it. It's, yeah, just, love you, it, man. Like tiniest things, the tiniest things. It's, it could be whether somebody acts in a certain way, and you're like, oh, I've never considered that. Um, I'm going to incorporate that. Yeah, yeah. Or you're inspired by, it or you know, you're grateful for it. And then it could be the other way. Somebody acts in a way that you don't like, and you're like, "Oh, that was obvious that I don't like that. I'm not. I'm not going to do that." So I'm inspired to not do that, right? Yeah. That's. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. There's. There's in in like the tiniest things in like the in the smallest ways. Uh, I find I find that kind of inspiration. And then uh, yeah, same thing as you is like you know taking it home is uh, over you know recent times uh, a lot more is just like fully appreciating my mom and dad for who they are and what they've done and you know what they've done for me and my bro mm. and uh, yeah, I take a lot of inspiration from that as well because there's um yeah they just kind of laid things out in a way which like it was never explained it was just done so you know just leading by example basically and um so it's the thing to say about you know life is uh, you only learn some something from it through reflection so you know the older you get in theory you know the smarter you become because you have more to reflect on and um and then i'm yeah i'm better able to see life through their eyes and just like you know come to like appreciate the challenges they've been through and yeah and there's just so many hidden lessons there as well and then yeah full inspiration from there and then like um and then like so my bro and shad so sam and shad like uh, i get a lot of inspiration from those boys as well because you know they <laughs> just like two dickheads friends from university who just started baking cakes for a living like who the hell thought that was ever going to be a thing right Sick. two dudes it's just it is two it's, dudes it's, baking it's, cakes just like organic <laughs> cakes of all things 
for, right? It's like they're not even baking. They just it, none of it's baked. It's all it's all like organic, <laughs> free from raw cakes. Love it. And you're just like, how did they even develop that skill? You know, over that time, how did they even become like uh, the thing? I, well, I know because I've I've seen it from when it started, and I know <laughs> how it became the thing that it has become. But if you look at it from the outside, you're just like, wait a second, one's a pharmacist, <laughs> another another dude's an English lit grad, and they run a company where they make cakes and chocolates for and like all these companies like these companies are buying from them you know they've they're on Abel and Cole uh they're in Planet Organic they're in all these different uh different places smashed and uh, yeah just smashed it and it's just how like how they've gone about doing that and how sm- like they've just got really good heads screwed on their shoulders basically and like you know they're they're riding this really tough period uh, fingers crossed thankfully strong and um yeah and it's you know it's hard freaking work and so i just see them and i just see where they've come from and what they've done and uh you know uh it's just yeah it's truly inspiring anybody should just like kind of look at them and it's just like for other things as well just like the conversations that i have with them um Mm. it's like you know the reasonable voices that they that they are and just thinking in different ways um yeah just gain a lot from them and like and then from outside influences where it's like you know people you'll never meet people um who will never know anything about you is like um uh it's like people like jordan peterson for example is just somebody who's been able to articulate um things in such a way which um which just really hit home and uh, yeah so it's like it's truly inspirational like what he's able what he's able to do uh, uh what he has done and what he's done for a lot of people and um and yeah i mean like man the list goes on as well it's just the the communities i'm involved in in the sense of like the work wise you know it's like you're talking about um prescript and uh john shallows and nick um uh. daniel like i'm involved like in the nkt community like doing neurokinetic therapy and like immaculate dissection is um another um education company as well um they yeah, just got like a good vision and I just align myself with it and I take inspiration from these people. They're like they're shit high what they do. Uh, they excel um and they're constantly learning and they're constantly putting good information out there. And um people who love what they do and there's a lot of inspiration to be taken from that. And it's a co- good community feel as well because you know people help each other out with uh with problems and stuff. So there's um yeah there's a lot of places to take inspiration from and um it, like I take it close to home and I take it from people who I'm never going to meet before uh, meet again. Mm-hmm. And I take it from situations where it's like, Oh, I'd like to be able to, I'd like, I like what happened there and I'll, you know, I'm inspired by it or I don't like what happened there, but I'm still inspired to like do the opposite of that basically. Yeah. Like so that. yeah, that's, um, that's where, that's where the inspirations come from. Mm, I like that. I like it. Have we got any other questions? Um, uh, no, actually, I think that was it. Or did did I miss one? Yeah. Oh no, was it Simon again? He asked, "Why are you so tonk?" <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that? <laughs> no one knows what it means. <laughs> he he messaged me. Because <laughs> <laughs> people God. <laughs> True, he this while, while he was on a night out so i think uh yeah he, he kind of ran his course with a good question the first time yeah. and he just they just went off off off, off script oh, Who, they, 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 yeah oh yeah he asked, he asked the other question that we answered that last week the uh oh. 
the gorilla question. Oh yeah, who would uh, who would win in a fight between Umar and a gorilla? <laughs> I don't oh, know, yeah. but we gotta we gotta find out. Gotta yeah, find I'm out gonna, one day. I'm gonna poll that on Instagram, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Hold up, when I leg lock that gorilla, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, he ain't ready for that shit. I'll be working on that stuff. Hold on, hold on. Ibn Ari roll right yeah. between your legs, son. Right, you're better off going for an armbar. Their arms are longer than their legs. Yeah. Your legs. Your legs. Don't I know it? Don't I know it? These fucking things. So, <laughs> just the blessing and a curse. Ask me to do a deadlift. It's like you have to move about five inches. Ask me to get out of an armbar. It's like, oh no, man, please. That's Too much yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. Oh, it's yeah, like, man. It's like, don't... Oh, I missed. Go yeah, on, God. I missed it. Yeah. So bad. I missed it. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> oh, God. I watched, uh, watched the UFC yesterday uh, with with Sam. It's called the main mm -hmm. event. And um, yeah, it was it. Sterling did the back take and choke yeah. as well. Watching some takedowns and stuff. Uh, I was just like, oh, man. That's making me that's making miss training because you know you're just looking and you're just seeing he's like oh has he done that he's got the crotch grab and everything and he's like lifting him up yeah. and throwing down damn and then yeah it was just like oh i just want to train man it'll be nice yeah, to train man. just get out there and just mix it up a little bit more yeah, yeah. got a good thing going with tj right now but i need to we need to like itching to get back itching to get yeah. back yeah, yeah man. be fun be really fun exactly all right cool brother i think that's a good place to leave it damn man damn thanks for listening everybody yeah, always, always a pleasure. Give us your thoughts. Get in touch. Uh, find yeah. us on Instagram. I am, I am at uh, G Sandu Coach. So G S A N D H U C O A C H. And uh, Umar. Uh, Umar Malik underscore 91. So U M A R M A L I K underscore 91. Do you ever do, you ever do that and then think you're going to spell your name wrong? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never said that. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. You start going, Mom, Mom, how do I spell my name? 28 years. I did cheap nothing. It's like yeah. back to school. <laughs> I can lift. <laughs> that's, all that's all that matters. <laughs> right. That's what, guys. See you soon. Yeah, cool. Pleasure. Catch you in a bit.